Welcome to the Inside the Mind of the Blurred Gaming Edition, aka Gaming with the Blurred. I am the host, Bo Dundit, and I have my co-host over here, Hydro. And you know, it's just the two of us today. Uh, you know, so we're gonna be doing the duo. Uh just me and the hydro, you know, like fire and ice, because you know, I bring the fire, he brings the water. So um but yeah, uh, you know, it's Bo. You know me, Bo Dundit, it, aka tallest African in the group, aka the darkest person in the group compared to everyone else. Uh, and you know, just Bo doing it everywhere, wherever he goes. So that's just me, Bo doing it. And I'll let you, my co host, introduce himself. It's Hydro, you know, always working, always put day in the pod, but. So we gonna get all that down in video form, you know. But I got a lot of stuff in the works. You know, I have to just find time. Then when I, when I get the time, I just gotta stop being lazy. So hopefully, yeah, I'll find the perfect storm or perfect scenario where I can stop all this and I can get back into the group. I really want to do something, you know. I really want to create more content. I know I keep saying that every episode, but you should gotta find the energy and time, basically. Yeah, I I know how you feel because uh. I've been trying, I've been, I recently started putting content out on my YouTube that I've had for like years, but never put content on. And man, I could tell you, it's kind of exhausting putting on content. Like, dude. It is, especially when, like, when you're small and nobody watches your shit. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, if you was like getting, if it was like more, it would be more incentivized to make content you were getting paid for or you were actually getting views. But, you know, it's one of those things where it get kind of draining just trying to, like, waiting for somebody to watch it like man like this is some good shit right here like you know mm-hmm. but unfortunately the content space is big so you know you gotta wait your turn if you ever get that turn and yeah, yeah. so you know that's why i said when i do return or get started with my back stable content it's gonna be some real good, good content yeah hopefully like whenever the other new games come out i'll i'm gonna try to like be like concentrating on like the ones right. that no one talks about and then hopefully you know like I the ironic thing is a lot of people tell me they watch a lot of my old shit. You know, it's like they're like, oh, you make some good ass content. Why you stop doing it? Because people stop watching my shit. Yeah, no, watch yeah. Yeah, it's like damn. But you know, one day I'll get back into it and I'll be ready to go again. I'm actually pretty excited to actually uh you know, I, I talk about a lot of my ideas on the co- timeline. So that's like I said, you know, that's why I say after every episode, follow me, see what I'm talking about, what I'm doing, you know. But yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that someday. Oh, uh, we will. All right. So today, you know, we're just going to talk about gaming, you know, gaming stuff and stuff. Um, so let's just talk about what we've been playing lately. So how do you, what, is it a game you've been playing lately or is it a game that you're looking forward to? Um, A lot of both, really. Um, A lot of my games, well, first off, let me tell you, I mean, I've been really playing some games on my Steam Deck. Um. Like I, I've literally just been replays. So I'm being honest. Like I've been uh, buying random games that I played before, that I really liked, and I bought them on Steam Deck. See how they play out. Cause I feel like you know I probably enjoy them more if I, cause I, I like to multitask. Especially since I played those games before. So I got about One Piece Fire Warriors three, and I'm playing that still, and some Tales games, and it's really about it. But I'm gonna be heading back on uh, some of the Pokemon games because you know they just had a home update. And you know, just do all the little extra shit I didn't do on my um, runs. So, you know, you know that's another topic that I really want to talk about. Probably when um, Double O's here is about uh, managing gaming life and like real, like personal life. So, you know, like like a lot of the games, like it has to be a really good game for me to replay it these days. Oh yeah, you know, especially me. Like I'm a JRPG guy, so you like I probably put 100 hours into a game, and like I put, I won't probably won't touch it again. So you know. So that has to be a really good game for me to like re pick it back up, you know. But yeah, that's probably what I'm gonna get into. And um, let me think for what I'm looking forward to, I'm probably gonna uh, I can well, obviously, I'm getting uh, putting my Scarlet and Violet, and that's in the uh, fall, probably. Well, okay. probably, I would say the fall. And I'm looking most forward to, as far as I can see, um, uh, One Piece Odyssey looks look like a good game, but I need to see more gameplay. And yeah, and of course I got Sonic Origins coming out, but it's really just the same game, so I'm not really excited. But I'm gonna buy it to support the franchise. So 
yeah, that's really about it. Like, I mean, personally, I think this this is oh, well, I am looking forward to God of War, but I honestly think that shit gonna get pushed back. If I'm being honest, that's what a lot of people think too. So we haven't got no release date, and it's about to be half of the year, unless we're gonna see some in June. But if it don't happen in June, then it's probably gonna get pushed back. If not, yeah. it's probably gonna get pushed back in June. So, you mm. know. But um, other than that, I think this year might be a little dry since everything's getting pushed back to twenty three. But I think because of that, uh, twenty three gonna be really lit. Okay, I agree with that. I honestly, God of War probably won't be pushed back. But if not, if it does get pushed back, it'll probably like probably around like in January or February, just like how they did Horizon Zero Dawn, which they put did push back because you know of uh, sudden issues but yeah it is what it is but eventually as long as it plays good with no issues that's all that matters um but yeah um for me i i've been playing like a little bit of everything now um uh, today every now and then but mostly destiny 2 and um we're playing the close beta tower fantasy it's basically a anime mmo rpg style game is in close beta right now i think it ends this week uh i've been playing for like three weeks so so far i like what it's going to uh it's mind, of- i think digimon's coming out this uh, this year too digimon survived that been pushed back like 20 times since it was uh announced but yeah um, isn't, that, isn't that the, the mmo game mmorpg game That's no i think it, well i think it's turn-based but let me see okay yeah because i know that they announced the they're talking about a M- a Digimon MMORPG game. Yeah, it's oh, coming no. out in July. Damn, that's pretty fast. Oh, okay. July 28th. Well, damn near August, but you know. Um, yeah. From what from the, what I've seen about it, it looked it looked kind of like um turn-based, so yeah. I mean, I look forward to it. Like some of the I I, I play most of the Digimon game, so you can say I'm looking forward to that too. I'll probably cop it just because it took a long ass time. And I respect games like that, you know, just try to get it right, especially since it's uh Digimon. So I can really up and I liked it. Other Digimon games, so yeah, I'm, I'm gonna cop it. Okay, okay, it's made by Wishcraft, developed by Wishcraft. Okay, I guess some Wishcraft has some good, um, I think it's a new company now. I think about it, uh, okay, yeah, this looks like a good game. I actually think I'm trying it. I like turn-based games anyway. Most of the games I play on mobile are turn-based games, so any turn-based game, it's good for me. Um, what other thing? Another game that I'm looking forward to. Um, I don't know. It may it may or may not come out this year. Uh, Marvel Midnight Suns. Uh, I heard oh. about that, but I heard it's like an MMO, some online shit, and I'm kind of turned off by that. So it's, that's it, what I heard. Have you ever played XCOM or seen XCOM? No, that's what I heard. Okay. It's like okay, so XCOM is kind of like a strategy, like turn-based game, but but with Marvel. But this one is, is basically with Marvel characters. It has it, it has some different play style from what I've seen in gameplay, but it looks interesting because you know it's Marvel, and I'm willing to try anything Marvel so long as it's decent. Um, I I mean it's it looks good so far. They got the you can create your own character and like customize powers. That oh you want shit! Character, so that's a red flag. And do you think that's a red flag when you create your own? A lot character? of a lot of make your own character games with like an established IPs like Marvel, let's say Dragon Ball or you know shit like that where you can make your own character, quote unquote. And that's the game. This is a gaming theory of mine, by the way. I always feel like that's a red flag for shit about to go about to be ass like. Like I don't know, man. Like anytime, like I see a create your own character. That's the same thing with Jump Force. Man, they had the old, oh, you can make your own character gimmick. Well, Jump Force was like I don't, I don't know why they made why they have that in the in Jump Force because if honestly, if there wasn't a creator character in Jump Force, it'll be fine. It'll be the way it wants to. But you know, people was like, you know, I want to have my own character where I could combine like every like um characters powers and abilities i could be the ultimate fighter you know that's what everyone was was talking about or wanted in a jump in the jump force because i did read that they, that people wanted that i don't know why but it is what it is you know um well i thought the idea was stupid simply because it's a it's a it's a uh cross it's a cross fighter so like you know like you wanted to do that like you know what i'm saying like 
it's pretty stupid. Like, why do we have all these um these uh, iconic animes, uh, animes and mangas in here, and you want to make your own shit? Like, it's kind of stupid. It kind of defeats yeah, the purpose. It, it, it is stupid. I think that's and then that, that was I think one of the few reasons that John Force didn't do so good, and also because there was like a lot of things they didn't even re- improve. They just kept on releasing characters like they didn't even release characters. They just I feel like they did with their their uh, uh contractual obligation to leave to release what characters they like paid for or like had in the works, and that was it, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like back on back on topic, I really think like the create your own character gimmick is just it's just bad. I I am but yeah, this is like a red flag for me. So what do you think of Dragon Ball Xenoverse? Is that a red when they create your own characters? Was that a red flag? Do you think it's a red flag on that game? Yes, yes and no, because like, like they kept it like they keep like I've always said, and I said it's like a lot of times, but I give the creators of the universe so much problems because how is that game now? The universe two, let me Google it. Um, uh, like what, like five or four, three years now, three to five years now. Hold on, I'll tell you right now. Game came out in 2016. They still are releasing characters. Mm-hmm. This game came out like six years ago. Okay, six years ago. And they know. just they just released um a they're about to release another DLC character. Yeah. It, so they keep they're keeping this game alive, and you know, and the funny part, I think I bought I believe I bought this game. I think, mm. but um. Yeah, I think it's one of the games I bought for my uh, Steam Deck. But anyway, like I was saying, like I like shit like that when they keep a game alive. Now I can't say because I haven't played it, but honestly, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think they did this, that gimmick before for a lot of like I don't know, like some with anime games and some with Bandai Namco and like make this creature on character shit. Like I don't know, man. Uh, it's a it's a hit or miss for me. Yeah, like, you it, say it's a hit or miss. Yeah, but a lot of times it's a miss, like. You know, like it's the same thing with uh, Sonic Forces. You can create your own character. First of all, they didn't, they didn't even need to create any character in Sonic Forces. Okay, they could just like, hey, let us be Sonic, let us be Knuckles or Tails, and then just be about it. Or just be all like, I really, don't, I really don't be understanding like these creating come with your own characters. You know, like that's what I said. It's, like, it's no coincidence. Sonic Forces, Jump Force. You know, the create your own character gimmick is kind of like it's not enticing as they think. IMO. Mm-hmm. But yeah. yeah, yeah, I could wait tell you. And then let's see what again I want to try. Um, apart from that, that's about it. There's any other game I'm looking forward to seeing. You know, um, there was two games come out on the Xbox that, but but which is now delayed till next year. Uh, one of them was Starfield, and the other one was, I think, it was uh. Redfield or something like that. This was like a. It's basically like a co-op vampire. I know what you're oh yeah. Uh, Microsoft just not like they gonna probably gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Microsoft gonna bring some bullshit this June. Yeah, it's it's looking like it because mostly because I think Starfield was what everyone was looking forward to, and I think Vowed is also pushed as well to next year. So most of the, like like games that are like. Basically, like everyone's looking forward to, is being pushed to next year. For uh, so I don't know what Microsoft is going to bring whenever they bring it at press conference in June. So it's going to be some. Let me get. It's going to be some Game Pass shit and some shit nobody asked for. And then they're going to do that highlight reel of all the game, like the like indie games and shit like that. Like we've seen this movie a thousand times. Like everybody, where we really want. IPs. Uh, we want the main IPs like, uh, like what's up with that Perfect Dark game, you Perfect know, Dark, or yeah. you know, shit like Fable. Um, what else that they said they're working on? I know they're working on Fable and Perfect Dark, and then they're working on, um, I think a new Gears game, but they, that's still that's just a rumor right now from where when I read. Um, I mean, there's some shit that hopefully they do. They would show on the press conference on June. But like I said, we're just gonna wait and see. Most of it, I'm saying, like, yeah. I, I, I'm not, I'm not really excited with Microsoft. Like, like, yeah, you know, it's like whatever. But, yeah, it's, um, it's whatever. 
Same thing with the state of play. The next, the next to the play, the PlayStation. Uh, hopefully, or I always said like state of play is one big ass advertising for like a group of companies. So they, you know, that is that is true. But sometimes state of play actually do show like some like good like uh, games that we want to see or, or we'll be interested in seeing, and then show it to us. It just so I mean, state of play is it's just one of those hit and miss things. Like I mean, know. I feel like. It's just like like uh, the Reese Peaches trail. Like I really feel like this June gonna like maybe for PlayStation since they got a lot of shit in the pipeline. Like like they they like I think it was last year or this year we they showed Spider Man two. So we're gonna wanna see the release date on that. We gonna we need to see Wolverine. Um we need to see some more God of War and I'm assuming they might have some new IP, you know, just throw that out there. There's a new IP or like a part two IP, like a new Ghost of Tsushima, some shit like that, no on PlayStation, you know. And that's why I say, like, we kind of already have an idea. Like, like whether people want to really admit it or not, you can never say PlayStation's like, like, they have a really bad, bad showcasing, you know? Like, they at least have like at least minimum two shits you want to see, two shits you want to play. At least have yeah. interest in, you know, and that's gonna be like their main IPs, you know, like the one like I just stated. But um, yeah, you know, and I feel like this year gonna be pretty crazy because I mean this year will be like since we're talking about now, I feel like this this year could have been Nintendo's big year, but it's gonna break up to like that next year because this would have this year would have been too much heat for the Switch. If they were dirty Scarlet and Violet, and on top of that, the new um link um Breath of the Wild, two yeah yeah, so man like it would have been a, I, I like I said everything's getting pushed back to next year so it's it's pretty it's like I said that's gonna be the year you know but other than that because I don't see Spider Man coming out I think I would say I I could see Spider Man coming out probably November of twenty twenty three. November? I was thinking like maybe in like beginning of twenty twenty four. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, because they're probably gonna do it on the same engine that they probably, I mean, probably a better engine than what they did on Miles Morales. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just that, um, like I said, I, I don't see the coming soon. So, but there will, but you will see, you will see. Some good shit from them, at least, you know, even from a teaser. But yeah, Nintendo gonna have theirs, and you know, mm, yeah. Um, let's see what else. Actually, there's nothing else that I would look for this year. Everything that, well, everything that I'm into to look out for this year is basically pushed for next year. And honestly, if anything, I'm just looking forward to whatever free-to-play game that comes out soon uh, I could try because um, I'm always down to play free-to-play games just so long as I don't have to spend too much money on it um, let's see um, yeah that's about it for games I mean there's nothing this year just feels so dry maybe because it's not even like half halfway to the end of the year that's why well, it's not like that but shit just keep getting pushed back that's all it is you know and I like I would rather that than you know I I don't want to quote that corny ass oh it's not corny but people online tend to like over big it up too much where it's like you know that me and Moto quote where you know a rush game is a bad game forever but like a a game that, you know something to that effect but if you take your time it's gonna be a good game forever some shit like that you know yeah and you know because we see a lot of games that took their time and still been trash but um I really think I'm I'm another I'm really hoping that. You know, we get some more goodies this June to look forward for the half the rest of the year. You know, yeah. Hopefully, and some there's probably to see some games showcase in June or come out in June. And you know, I really have to look at the calendar and see what else is to coming out that looks interesting. If not, maybe something's on Game Pass that gets released to put on Game Pass because there are some games that I did play on Game Pass <laughs> that are good. Uh, one of them that I actually enjoyed was when you were mentioning, like, you know, having a JRPG game to, like, um, play 
you know, to put time in. I put a lot of time in near or the martyr. So I play like the whole three playthroughs. So you gotta play that game three times. You gotta be that game three times to get the, the real ending of the game. And that shit was pretty good. And it was sad towards the end, but it was pretty good. So um the person who makes the Nier, Nier games really knows what they're doing. Like that's what I could tell you. Like every Nier game that I played, I haven't been not disappointed. Um but yeah, hopefully some good games on Game Pass. That's what I, I'm hoping for. And um what else? Uh, okay. Um I mean that's it for games for now. So let's talk about we'll go today we're gonna to talk about a genre of roguelike games. Uh so basically you don't know what roguelike games are basically games that when you play them you don't have a saving point, but you have to I mean there's a saving point at some point, but roguelike games basically you have to keep on playing until you die. If you die, you have to start from the very beginning. I think I've the never only, played those games, I'm be honest with you. Yeah. Those games, yeah, those Basically, the game, example of that game would be Ascension. Was it? Was it called? Is that? Is it the PS? The PS Five game? Um, Returnal. Returnal. There we go. Returnal. That's a real life game. Um, yeah, I never really touched those. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I not, I'm not. I'm not big into like doing shit from like the beginning. Like that's why we you know. Yeah, like. I'm yeah. Not big on that. Yeah, I tried it one time. So then you know, I tried Returnal, and I was like. Fuck this game, and I sent that. I shit mean, back. it's not for everybody. Like, it's not. It's the, same, it's the same shit with like um Deadfall and shit like that. Like, I'm not a fan of dying over and over and over again. Like, I'm pretty sure it's fun if I would get into it, but as of now, like, I would need it to be like really enticed to buy like you know some shit like to make me want to play it. Talk about that. Yep. But um, yeah, but Dark Dark Souls is actually pretty de- um. Was what do I want for? Lenient on the dying because there are some you can't have like a but you could you could save your point at you could save at the bonfire before you like decide to venture and do other things and that saves all your progress to like until you die you come back to the bonfire so that's that dark souls is generous for that roguelike games like returnals there is no save point or anything the only thing that you get to keep is your levels and artifacts that you find. They, you, if you get any weapons, you you lose all that shit and stuff from like level one. So I think the, yeah, I'm yeah, cool on that. Yeah, roguelike games are the bane of my existence. After I tried that, I, um, there was another one I tried that was on Xbox. I can't remember what it's called. Basically, it's like a I think it was like a godlike game. Basically, is um. I can't remember what it's, I, can't, I don't remember what it is, but I don't really care. But basically, roguelike games are games that there's no save point and you just kind of keep on playing until you beat the game. So those games are not for me and obviously not for you, Hydro. I don't know why. I mean, I understand why they made it because they want people to like, people are always saying that, oh, I want a challenge. Well, there you go. Roguelike games are a challenge because I do not like to challenge myself to a point that. I want to break my controller. Uh, not only that, but it's like I think it's cool for shit like that. If you're like, I won't say not my gamer, but you have like you're willing to spend like a lot of hours on the game. You know, like not like in a G, like in an hour sort of thing, but like to where like you can try to level over and over and over again. You know, that if you have the, if you have that much time on your hands, or have that much patience. I think that's what, like for more people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I have so little patience, so that ain't. <laughs> uh, I mean, I could have some patience only like whenever I've gone far, and when I die at the end, I just give up. So as long as I've gone far, I'm like, you know, I'm in trying to. Cause I think there's one time in Returnals, I went to was I wish the highest I went to was like stage five, and I was like, I reached to a different ward, and basically, and as soon as I died, I had to start from the ship all over again and then find my way. Now you do like. The thing about Returnal, the good thing is that you don't have to beat all the enemies again to like get to where you need to go to. The only thing is just you just gotta like power run to the area that you died at and kill all the enemies that's in the way. That's about it. You don't get to fight the um, the main boss anymore. Whenever you like trying to to, to ascend to the next stage, you know how to do that, which is actually pretty good. Because I swear, if I had to fight 
all those bosses on the returnals, I will fucking hate the fucking people that made the game. I mean, I already hate it enough already, but I hate it. I hate playing. I hate time level one all over again. That's annoying. It's frustrating. It pains me. But yeah. Yeah, like that shit not even cool when you actually don't save and you just fucking like lose hours of progress. Like fuck that. Yeah, fuck that. It's it's it is not a game that I won't. I don't like. If you can save, then I'm like no. But at least like making challenge. I know there are games that I played where there's like at least a few save. Like playing Dead Space on the hardest difficulty, you only get like three saves. And which is fine by me because the uh, certain point I can save out where it could be like, oh, I die here. I'm going to go ahead and save here and then save here and then sit. And last it will be like close the end. That's cool. But roguelike games, there is no saving at all. So, which sucks. I don't know who likes playing these games, but whoever likes playing it, good luck with you on roguelike games like Returnals and all that kind of stuff. Trust me, I know a lot of people that like shit. Like those type of games, and you know what I say. It's not, it's not not normal, but just not for me personally. Yeah, didn't didn't they like come up with a DLC for Returnals where you got can now do co op on that shit? Which last I check, I think it was showcasing in, in the last set of play on PlayStation. That's the only time I remember. That's the only way. That's the only thing I know. Of. That's how I remember it. So, um, but yeah, there's a co op version. There's a co op for Returnals now, which is. Kind of fun, interesting to see how that works out. Like, how would that work if someone dies? Would they, would they get sent back to level one, or would they, would you have to revive them, or would both of you have to die to get sent back to level one? That's kind of interesting. If roguelike, roguelike games having co-op, I want to see how that works out. So frankly, I don't know. Is Cup, isn't Cuphead like roguelike as well? Last I check. Um, no, but it's just very hard. Like, you just die a lot. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's a difficult. They have like whatever you boss fight, there's a difficulty spike. So you know. Mm. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I played one time. And I was like, um, I mean, Cuphead is one of those games that you just gotta play it, play, keep on playing it. Because if you stop playing it, you're just gonna suffer. Um, yep. Yeah, but yeah, that's roguelike games done. If you like suffering, to you know. If you enjoy dying a lot and without no save point, then that's the type of game you like. Roguelike games. It's definitely not for me. And Hydro. Um, <clears throat> I mean, that's all we're going to talk about. So all we're going to do just basically just like say some things that would be like interesting in the gaming world. Like, is there anything that you found out like is like interesting that you want to say about in the gaming world? Um, I want to talk about uh, Square selling off their Western division. Okay, that's good. Okay, I think that that kind of like needs some. Uh, I think that needs some more. Uh, need to be looked at a little bit more because um, there's a lot of people speculating that they're trying to get rid of all their extra baggage so they can be uh, bought up by Sony. What do you mean by extra baggage? Like uh... selling off their Western, like selling off their Western, so they can be like clear to be um, bought out by Sony. Oh, okay. So basically, sell sell out the uh, games like um, Marvel's Avengers. Uh, yeah, it's all the dead weight. Then you can just be bought. You know, that's okay. the rumor. That's what the rumor is. I mean, that's not that's not a bad business deal. That's that's not a bad business um, way to go. But then again, Square Enix, they just have to have the right people to like make games. Because I know. All their past games have not been so good, <coughs> except Final Fantasy Origin, which actually is pretty good. Um, but yeah, besides that, all the other games that I've released haven't been doing too well. Uh, well, besides, yeah. I mean, they make so much, so many IPs. They make Final Fantasy, they make Kingdom Hearts, they make mm-hmm. uh, Dragon Age. I oh, mean, yeah. Dragon Dragon Quest, I Dragon, believe. Dragon Quest, no. Yeah, Dragon and Quest. you know, I already think it'd be kind of crazy to see um, Sony. Um, it would like it would no me wrong, it would make sense, but you know, that's all I want to remind it. But the thing about like, because they already have like embed deals with Sony, you know, like Final Fantasy Seven being like exclusive for like two years already, and it's pretty crazy. So I can pretty see them being bought out by Sony, and 
it would be pretty that would be a real shake up but again um i like being fair it would again like keep going with this um buying out trend that i'm not really fond of you know is anybody buying out each other on shit you know so it's like i don't know like i wouldn't mind it since i, I probably i play jrpgs on my playstation or switch anyway but still it's like you know i don't know like i really like i thought it was interesting because you know somebody said they lost so much money like i remember i was hearing about how um their western division um i think square in montreal they was always breaking even on games so that's why it was that was another incentive to uh sell it because they're just every game they were selling well any game they were making they were just breaking even so they're just making games just making games so like except the one where marvel's avengers that obviously costed them so much ton of money so you know and guard the galaxy is a quote-unquote failure from their profit margin so you well, know. I think, well marvel's avengers was made by crystal dynamic and then guard yeah, the galaxy was made by Montreal. yeah and uh, i believe square Enix, um owns uh crystal dynamic so by like like what's that wonderful word by kind of like default, you know, that's that's still losing. They're, they're still they're spending money for it and losing money with Marvel properties. That makes sense. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So you know, like even though it wasn't like a direct thing, but you know, but who knows? You know, um, what a, another thing I just remember, you know, they say the Embracer Group, the people that bought the Square Enix um, companies, they said they're interested in reviving some new IPs, so we can see uh, Time Splitters come back and. Okay. You know, time splitters, uh, a lot of shit that can come back. You know, actually, they and if they get the Disney approved, they can keep on making uh, Marvel games and shit like that, which I would like to see because Garvin Galaxy was a good game. Everybody knows that. I, I was the first one to champion this game. Uh, so I really, really like if they keep on continuing that game specifically, but I would like to give them other Marvel games a try too, you know, like a redo. Um, if anything, I just think Marvel's Avengers would do good if it just just single player and then yeah, just, just change up the formula. Don't don't yeah. need because you know like everybody knows like a lot of it can't it, it started to be about with this weird ass uh, online cloud chasing shit type shit where they think oh this is gonna be online game so this is gonna make a ton of money. It's like bro that shit got stale like it's bullshit man like. That's what I'm saying. That's why you see people say, oh, oh single games are not dying because they never was. Like, it was some shit that some companies decide, hey, we've seen Destiny and Call of Duty make this much, so we gonna need we need to start making every game an online game, and that's how we'll make our money. You know, it's like, that doesn't work like that, you know? Yeah. In order for the Marvel multiplayer game to, like, successfully work, you would need at least 10 to 20 characters that you can play back-to-back and the comeback system and everything is all smooth and smooth with no like like error to like go on. I think one of the only um what Marvel Alliance. Yeah, Marvel Alliance. And then there was one other game that was on PC that was called Marvel Omega, which was like I remember uh, that one. Which was like, you know, it, it has like a bunch of heroes that you can use and like farm to farm to get. So it wasn't. It wasn't. It was a pretty good game. It had a story, and then you can customize. You can you can get like characters that you want. Like you know, you can play as Spider Man, Wonder, um, Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder, um, Fantastic Four, uh, Venom, Carnage. It was pretty good. It was. They had some. They had a, a way to like make like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance MMORPG game, and it worked. Um, too bad the company fell apart because they just didn't get wasn't getting enough like money to like keep it going. Um, that can work, but with that being said, they should stick. Square Enix should stick with single player Marvel games because I think they can like make a good story, just like how they did with uh, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy. They can make a good um, what's it called Wolverine game from that. They can make a good Spider-Man game, which is well, they can't really do it anymore because Spider-Man is bought by uh, Sony. Sony, so which is scrapped. Um, they can do Cap- they could do Iron Man. Iron Man would be a good, good like um, 
single player game to play if they get the mechanics right. If they the mechanics just... right, the villains right. It yeah, have to, it would have to be like on Guardians of the Galaxy level, and that's right. what I'm saying. Like, you probably need like real, like real comic book heads. You know, not some, not some. Cause I think well, another thing is like, like games like also uh Marvel, Marvel Capcom Four. Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, even Ultimate Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three, which you probably forgot about till I just told you about it. Um, they're all trying. They're all chasing. They're all kind of pseudo like. Well, Marvel Ultimate Alliance Three was kind of like a copy and paste, but um, they're all trying to copy the MCU. And after a while, like I believe I've said this many times, the MCU is the MCU. You know, keep it in the movies place. No need to bring down the games. And like, cause you know, like I don't know what these game developers are thinking. Like, oh, we put the MCU in the games, you know? Like, no, like, what? I think the reason why what made Ultimate Alliance so good is because it wasn't movie based. I get it's like you know, its own thing, and I really, everybody really enjoyed it. It's like top ten game for me, personally. Yeah, that is yeah. My one of my top ten game. Like you know, like yeah, everything about like it had everything good combat. Good roster, interesting story, man. Like if they were to remake that game, oh my god! But you know that's when act and the crazy part that was by Activision when it was actually known for everything else besides uh, misconduct and Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know it really, it really makes you think. Like Activision, like I think I said on this podcast before, Activision used to make some good ass uh, Marvel games because they used to make Spider Man games too. Yeah, they made a whole bunch of Spider Man games. And you know what's funny? I was arguing to some stupid random on the line saying that um, Marvel, Spider-Man, you know, like, whenever Spider-Man was games were making out, uh, Spider-Man 2 uh, was, like, you know, was on, like, um, was on the X, original Xbox uh, back then when they made, like, a Spider-Man 1. The people was, like, saying it was on PlayStation. It was only on PlayStation only. And I told them, like, no, Spider-Man Two was also on the original Xbox because Spider-Man wasn't. Spider-Man games was still going on both consoles until it was, after, it, was on, it was on GameCube as well. It was GameCube as well. It was keep it was going on every console until it stopped at Web of Shadows, I believe. That was the last Spider-Man game that came out on all multi multi-platform consoles. Um, which no, is I good think that. No, I think that was the first because that was only a wait. You might be right. Yeah, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah, I think that was the la- that was the last one. Is it that that or the web of time or some of that? Uh, let me see. Edge of edge of time or some of that. Let me see if that's what it is. Spider Man Edge. What is this man? Okay, and then Web of Shadows. Let me see. Web of Shadows. Okay, now my Edge of Edge of Time. That was the one. That, that was the last Spider-Man game that came out on the on my platform consoles. Yeah. Yeah, Edge of Time. Yeah. Yeah, like I was saying, you know, a lot of like I feel like when games stop following the MCU trend, then that's when it will get good again. Like, um, like. Like Guardians of Galaxy, it was it was good for what it was because it, it could have went that whole Infinity Stone shit, but it didn't. You know, like uh spo- spoiler, you know, and I'm pretty sure people you know, spoiler if you haven't played Guardians of Galaxy game, you might want to skip it like two minutes maybe, one minute. But I'm glad they didn't do that because you know they have Thanos in the game, you know, they could have did, you know, but it fits perfectly well because that's who you know, they, they deal with Thanos, so you know. Um, cause she has, uh, he has direct ties to Gamora, so it made sense. It didn't feel MCU-ish, if that made sense, you know? Yeah, yeah, it did, uh, cause, um, they were talking about basically the war that they were, you know, that they were a part of. Cause basically it was, basically, Tennis was, is dead in the, in the game already. They really like the period Tennis and everything, so. And now the allegedly too. Yeah, because yeah. you know it was, st- it was stated many times they feel like that he's alive, which he probably is. So, you know, yeah, and so, so maybe that could be like a possible Guardians of the Galaxy two. Well, and... not even that, but like like back to my point, I was saying like 
they didn't go the whole MCU route. Like it made it felt natural. It didn't feel forced, you know. Right. It felt the tone of the game, and that's why I really, I really feel like you know, now that game, now I want hopefully they understand that the MCU is not like it, the MCU doesn't equal game seller. So you know, that's why I'm hoping. That's why I'm hoping like um, like we get if God willing, Capcom make give us another Marvel's Capcom. I don't think they'll hit us with the uh, MCU cast like they did for Marvel uh, Infinite, you know, because, you know, the difference between three and infinite was the cast of characters felt organic. They didn't feel it didn't feel like they popped them out straight out of the movies. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. that Doctor Strange, that Rocket Raccoon. Mind you, this game came out in 2011. So this is way before, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They had shit like uh, Nova, Ghost Rider, you know. It didn't like again. It didn't feel. It wasn't MCU ish. Yeah, um, yeah. That's all. That's all. That's really my thoughts on it. Like, um, it's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm really kind of excited because you know, um, knowing that it made sense that Square Enix wasn't making no money on their Western um studios. Like it, it makes me gives me hope that the people that bought them it gives them more life and more attention that it deserves. You know, because like I feel like, like again, I feel like under Square Enix that live play with Mars Vengeance felt like a cash grab, and I'm, it sucks that it failed that badly. But sometimes you get spanked, you know, show you like, hey, y'all didn't need to do that. You know, y'all could just made a single player game, it would have been the shit. I even said that in my real game. You know, if some some shit doesn't need online, does some shit? I even say for Pokemon, some of the shit, some shit doesn't need an online aspect to it or social aspect to it. You know. Yeah, um, but honestly, the multiplayer wasn't a bad thing. It just was executed wrong, in my opinion. Um, well, not only that, but you know, another thing is like people have a problem with like the loot and shit like that, and uh, missions being stale, um, bugs. Bugs. Remember, like this shit came out like in, and... you know, PS4. Like a loading screen took like at least five minutes, which is oh, yeah. crazy. Like. It was crazy loading loading screens. Mm, yeah, you know. yeah. I don't I don't experience that. It's good to not experience loading screens on the PS Five because yeah, it's way more quicker. But like, man, like you play on original PS Four, you you know what I'm talking about. Like them loading screens was crazy. Man, I would go. I will basically go and use the rest use restaurant, come back, drink water, come back, eat. It launched, come back. It was still below loading screen half the time, and I'm like, it took it takes forever. Yeah, like it was that, crazy. That's crazy. But that's just really my thoughts. You know, it's gonna be gonna be weird to see all these companies get. I feel like we're gonna have to pick sides at this point. You know, like I like how it used to be where you know you would go to buy that console for their um, first parties and deal with their third parties after that. Mm-hmm. But now it's like. It's just gonna be. I'm kind of. I won't say I'm scared, but I'm kind of concerned. Like, like, what do we draw the line at? You know, like, when do we say, "Hey, no, it's not for sale." You know, but I'm not businessy like that yet, and I'm just, you know, I'm speaking from like, um, a regular person mindset. Like, when do we say no to some of these acquisitions? Um, I mean, well, I, I, I get, I get what you're saying. In my honest opinion. Some of the acquisitions are good, but some of them are not that good. Um, it just depends, because so long as they had acquisition and not solely make the game like console exclusive, because I know, um, but this the most they still make games that is like multi-platform. That even though they are uh, acquired by Microsoft, they still make games that are like that you know still branch out to like the PlayStation. So as long as they keep on doing that, some acquisition is fine. So as long as you don't make it solely you can make some game some of the games solely exclusive on that console, but not make all the games like, you know, exclusive to that because um I believe that's what's gonna happen after a while. It will or or like or at the very least they're gonna make a lot of content that's for console specific only. It's not going to be time no more. It's just going to be like console specific only. Yeah, because I think that's what the the is doing for two of their games, which is fine. 
because there are still some other games that is coming out on other consoles. Um, like I said, if they can just, as long as, long as some of the games are not like fully like exclusivity to that console and they still like make games on the platform, that's still fine until like, you know, that's why it's always good to like have like different consoles so that people cannot bitch about, hey, uh, why why is Batista making these games? Why is making Starfield uh, Xbox exclusive? Which it actually is. Um, you know, I mean, it, you know, much like I said before, much as Xboxes want to deny it, mm-hmm. like Game Pass can only do so much. You know, I'm like yeah, you can theoretically just have an Xbox and just have Game Pass, but you need something enticing as well. That's why. That's why I say PlayStation feel emboldened sometimes where they can do some fuck shit like, hey, say, hey, we're making seventy dollar games. Because they know some of their IPs are so popular where people won't mind that ten dollar price hike. And like some games sell consoles alone. Like if you ask me, like, like let's like let's say Mars Morales, for example. Or like Spider Man, like I'm pretty sure if I ask ask you, would you buy PS5 just to play the new Spider Man, would you buy one? No, you wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. To the new Spider-Man, Spider-Man Two. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't play that. It wouldn't. The reason I wouldn't do that is because it's just one game, and basically, if well, you gotta understand, some people don't mind it just being one game. That's like some people playing Call. Like that's like some people they buy a, a console just to play Call of Duty. That's why. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. Some, but you kind of get my sentiment, like. Yeah, like me yeah. personally, like I'm not gonna hold you. I would like, like, like that's why I said like Xbox. They haven't really had none for for uh, people to buy. Like, cause if he's on Game Pass or PC, cause if they start doing the uh, crossplay thing, you know, or the cloud, and you know, that's what I'm saying. You need something exclusively to the Xbox. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, cause it. Yeah, it's true. Cause now they have like PC on console. They don't have anything like. That's what I'm saying. If I can go, if I can go, that's like that shit that people, the PCers try to, the PC masters try to say, like, oh, why do you need, why do you, why do you need a console when when your games gonna come out on PC? Mind you, that shit gonna come out like in seven years. But you know what I'm saying, like saying stupid shit like that, you know. But in this aspect, it kind of holds up true because, like, you know, you're releasing your game on like on everything on the same day. You know, there's really not no way instead of like PlayStation. What God of War came out like in 2018? They barely got God of War probably like last year, I think, or maybe this year. PC. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. That's why I like if the game's dope enough, I'm not gonna wait like fucking seven years to play that shit. Like I'm, I'm be honest, anybody, you got me fucked up, and you know what I'm saying? Like hell no, I can't. I I don't know about you, but I can't do that. Um. Yeah. I mean, yeah, if it's a game that you're looking forward to and it's out on that on the on the PlayStation 5 and it looks good, then yes, I would I, I, I don't like um I don't bash people for doing that but buying a game slowly on one game that looks good. But if it's like just I mean I mean of course you're gonna buy more games throughout the like, you know, right, right. months and shit like that. I'm saying you ain't gonna play a game for like the whole console generation, but still it's like you know, like there's some games that can sell consoles on their own. That's why sometimes they have bundles. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, you get this, you get this with it. You know, right? So, yeah, I, I know what you mean. But yeah, um, if Xbox does have like games that's exclusively to the console, it would do better. Because um, right now, Game Pass is just basically like everyone everyone could play on the PC, the phone. And the console, because yeah. you can definitely play anything, any Game Pass game on your Android phone, so long as you have good Wi-Fi. And because I think it's now cloud-based, basically you can play the games that on a Game Pass is not cloud-based, so it will run like you're playing on a console on PC with um, cloud-based with DirectX 10. Graphics, which I'm, which I'm not mistaken, because um, I tried it before. It runs smoothly on my on my Android phone, but it just tends to like lose connectivity whenever I have bad Wi-Fi signal. So it's a good or bad thing. But I wouldn't, rec- I wouldn't recommend playing on the Android. It just unless you have like a controller that you can attach your Android phone to, then yeah, 
wish they do have that to do. But uh, but yeah, it's like I said, Game Pass will be good if it's like they had again Xbox would be good if they have exclusivity to like consoles. Yeah, but that's just where I'm at with it. Hopefully, we don't. We don't. I'm kind of tired of acquisition news. If I'm being honest with you, everybody's buying each other out. It's fucking scary. It's not even scary. It's just dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. It actually is dumb. Um, like I said, hopefully the acquisitions are like making the companies better. Cause I don't know. I'm still in a hit and miss about if if Xbox buying division was a good idea. But then again, it's kind of like is to a certain point that they can Xbox are trying to stop people like them from like making Call of Duty games every year because the Activision was like nonstop making Call of Duty every. Of course, I mean after a while, like the game will sell, but the but it's really about it's really a, 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 it's a it's not a sprint, it's a marathon. You know, like you buy a couple you every year you putting out a game of course people won't get they gonna play that shit for like the first 30 days and it's that and you know gaming it's like fucking quick like you can play some shit you can buy some shit and you won't get to it because another game will come out that you really want to play more it's coming out you're gonna put that one on the back burner for it and then by the time you blink you haven't played that new game that you bought in three months mm-hmm. so you know it's all about it's not a sprint it's a marathon but yeah, I mean, honestly, this is a whole nother episode on its own, but Activision need to be in check. In fact, I feel like they, they, they're they trying to, like, that's why I hear all this news about, oh, they're doing this, this, and that, because they're trying to be saved by Microsoft, you know. But if they if they somehow the deal don't go through, because there's still got to be regulations and shit like that, um, we're probably going to see, I'll probably say Microsoft fall. I mean, not Microsoft, but um, Activision, because you know, if, you know, they got shit. Like, and it's really not just the game quality; it's the legal shit too. That's what I think. That's really good, and you know, it's public perception at that. So it's really a factor of three things: you know, public perception, game game quality, and legal and legal issues. You know, but and they all tie in together. That's the crazy part. But yeah, that's just my thoughts on it. Now, the last thing I really want to talk about is uh, PlayStation uh, Plus lineup. It's really it's it's interesting. Now I kind of said I kind of said something about it online, but the initial lineup is not good to me. But I see how I can do better. And the reason why I like this is because they kind of did what Microsoft did, where um, if you if you just in case people don't know, if you if you you can start purchasing um, past titles, so you can buy PS One games that's on the service, obviously. Um, PS1, PS2, PS3. Oh, well, not PS3. You can only live stream it. And if you don't know why PS3 did sessions, because the architect of the PS3 is very hard to um, em- will not emulate and it'll cost millions. So it's not even worth it. So that's why they'd rather have you live stream it. But far as I know, PS1, 2, 3, and PSP, and 4 and 5, you can um, buy game, buy them, play them. And it's yours to keep. You don't really need PlayStation pl- uh, Plus to. Do the retro thing, which I really love because it's not really binding you to anything. And also, if you already bought those retro titles or games, um, it's it's already gonna be in your library. So all you probably have to do is wait for it to pop up. They said they're gonna do it by bi-weekly or make it add new games. And I think that shit is dope, you know. And personally, I believe it's gonna get hopefully get better. Hopefully, it gets better, and they start to actually see the light of the interest that. Like yes, people actually want to play old shit. Like, you know, but that's why I just want to. I just want to get my two cents on that. I thought it was interesting. You know, like I really think the debut. Well, the PS four and up uh, is pretty decent, but the retro titles are not really that good. IMO, and you know, I I, I really think it's going to get better. So we got to give it time. Maybe like three months. I'll probably revisit it. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm watching this closely. I'm gonna be invested in this. Okay. Yeah, I think that's a good idea that they're doing that. You know, bring out the Russia games. Um, I'm also they have a shitload from PS One alone and PS Two. You know. Oh yeah, PS One. Like, like they have like they have a whole you new uh, UI. They say you can like have save points and rewind and shit. Like it sounds like it's not gonna be 
it sounded like they really put some thought into this, which I really like. They didn't get, they didn't treat it like a piece of shit, you know. So hopefully, you know, things work out. You know, like I'm very, I'm, I can't wait to see how it looks. Okay, so since we're talking about the PS PS Plus, um, do you think since they already like, um, if you have noticed, and then whenever you like log into on your PlayStation, you see like they say. Uh, new and improved PS PS Plus coming soon type of like logo on there. Do you think the new and improved PS Plus, which basically like combines PlayStation Now and PS Plus um, um, benefits, do you think it's a good? Do you think it's good good idea in the long run, or do you think it's gonna have some type of problems as it goes on? I think it's good if they do if they do two things if they keep updating it and. Um... And they don't do no high price slash. Also, we'll, we'll probably break it up in the third uh, third one. Yeah. If they keep if they keep adding shit, they don't take shit off, and they don't do no high price. I think that's gonna be a fantastic thing because back, like I said, Sony's oh well, yeah, Sony's been in this more than Microsoft, so they have the, the upper edge with PlayStation One, Two, PSP. So. You know, and that's, and that's like I said, it's like revamped and have like its own thing where you can actually buy shit again, or you know, like like them crummy, like you know, those games that you bought on your PS3, you can play them again, which is pretty cool. Because you know, remember when they was taking off the PS3 store, mm-hmm. then everybody went on to the PS3 and panic bought a lot of shit. You know, it, it like shit like that. Like there, there's a, there's a correlation, a cor- a correlation right there. You know. Obviously, people want to keep their old games or, or be playing old games. So, you know, if you have a nice big library like the PS3, like after a while, the PS3 was a, an established library of PS1, one, two, three games. Even though it was kind of like varied what they had, they at least had a, like a good, decent chunk. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, it wasn't really, you know, it, it, it played decently well. Like you wouldn't really notice bad shit unless it like it was like game specific, you know? But um, yeah, I think this is really good. And, and you got to think about it, this is like a direct attack at Microsoft because this is how let's face it, this is how Game Pass is their bread and butter. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sony already got the uh, first IPs unlocked. I mean, the only their only real competition, the first the first party IPs, IMO is Nintendo, and you know, and this is and this is their way to combat Game Pass. You know, now the prices I think they're a little high, but. It depends what you value again. I and mean, then again, the crazy part is you don't even really have to like you don't really and there's tiers to this, so you can choose which tier you want to be on. But um I really like like they're not really holding certain games to a tier. Even though they said they the the, ref, the quicker refresh ones, the quicker at um game the quicker you get games, like new games in the in the library is the higher the tier. So take that as you will, but um you can just buy the games outright, and I think that's dope. Because me, okay. I don't really play. I really don't play online, so I rather just buy the game like that, you know, and just go from there. Like I can't wait for the day they put Legend of Dragoon in there, and I can just re-download it because I already paid for it like back in like ten years ago when I was on my PS3, you know. Oh yeah, I think that's uh, another game that Alpha um, is waiting for to then to like bring it back on. So. Yeah, it's, it's like it's a, it's a, it's not really a. I mean, it's a cult, a cult classic, but it's, it's uh, pe- people still remember that game. It was a dope game, man. You know, this is this could be a good um, can of worms to open, if that makes sense. Okay. If they play their cards right, if they don't get too cocky with it and actually think for once, you know, don't do no bullshit. But hey, you know, so hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. Yeah, hopefully it doesn't. It actually is like. It's a good thing that they do, and hopefully they manage it well. And you know, like you said, the stylus might be like pretty high, but like I said, you you pay for what you want. So, um, but yeah, that's that's all I have to say. And um, you know, I want to talk before the and I want to talk about one game that I did saw, which I actually thought was pretty interesting. Now uh, I don't know if how well versed people are. In the MiHoYo games, um, but basically they released in, they announced a new game that they announced a new game last week, which is called um, Zenless Zenless Zero Zenless Zone Zero, and basically it has like it's a RPG style 
roguelike game. Now, basically, that kind of like taught me off when I said roguelike because I don't like I don't like too many roguelike games. But if they have a concept where I could like basically from what it, from the trailer I saw, it's not like basically I could fight in stages, which is good. Um, if it's one of those games that I could like fight in a, like in a sandbox and then just like when I kill a specific amount of enemy or a specific enemy and it ends the game, that is great um, <clears throat> for that game. Um, it's they don't have an announced date for now. They have like a um, beta sign up for it right now because they won't be able to like sign up to like try the game out. I don't know when the game beta is, is late to be released. But uh, if you type in Zenless uh, Zero Zone, it basically will take you to the website, and then you can like sign up for the beta if you want to give it a shout out. It's basically the same people that made Genshin Impact. If you like Genshin Impact, I would recommend you like sign up for the beta and hopefully get a chance to be put in the beta and try the game out. Um, that's all I have to say. Um, I'm good myself. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, my you know my name is Bodon Dedek. You can follow me on Twitch and Twitter. I stream on Twitch every other day and mostly on the weekends. And you can catch me on Twitter, you know, chatting up a storm or talking shit about the Hello TV series because you know the Hello TV series is shit. Didn't you? It? I heard somebody say Master Chief has sex in the, in Halo. That true? It is true. So get this. He has, <laughs> so get this. He has sex with. So there are two people that's the chosen one, right? Him and some random chick that's called the chosen one, and they both met each other and they had sex. That's basically that's what happened. So, but um, the master chief. Yeah, honestly, that kind of made me want to watch it. But as I reckon, as I remember all the episodes that I was watching, I was like. Uh, it's, I mean, do I really want to see Master Chicks just fucking someone and then that's it? Would that really make me feel better about the show? Nah, I don't think so. It's, <laughs> it's this, uh, I don't know. Like, I tell people the show is not that great, but people be like, oh, it's great. They basically took a franchise and just basically made their own fucking story of, of Master Chief. That's why I didn't like, that's why I don't like it. There's no lore. You know what's crazy? Because I feel like when you like certain things like that, when you take out like holding them like this, how this is like people when they hold um like the MCU to the comics, like this not like the comics. Like when you start like me personally, when you start recognizing it as its own thing, that's when you probably enjoy it more. And when, instead of compared to the source material, that's what just I that's sometimes help me enjoy things. Or when I look at it, you know, like there's a lot of stuff like um. Just like Infinity War, like you know, Infinity War such in game, like you know, or shit like um, when you don't compare it to like the source material, you know, then you start to enjoy a little bit more, you know. Yeah, and I get that, but the thing is that they don't. That's just bad writing. That's different. Yeah, yeah, it's it's the writing. It's I would say it's bad, but people are going back and saying like, it's not bad. The writing is bad. Um, the team they don't they don't use any like. Any source material. Now, in the Marvels, they did use some. When the MCU, they do use some source material to like clarify who or what you know is is this person. Um, but in Halo TV series, they don't use any any like materials or source materials or lore or anything. They just basically made their own TV series and just put Halo, which is the only reason that I do not like Halo TV show. If there was some kind of like something that I could say like, oh, okay, this was something that will remind me of Halo, but there's nothing in there that reminds me of Halo, which we probably should talk about this in a different episode because I have a bunch of shit to like throw out a Halo TV show, which I'm pretty sure the season's about to end, I think in two weeks. So I'm going to binge watch the whole series where I stopped that in episode three, and then I'm just going to binge watch the whole show and then hopefully have the episode or just talk shit. Well, I just put my own take on Halo TV series and just talk shit about it all, all true because I have nothing positive to say about that show. Oh, um, but yeah, that's everything about me. Hydro, you want to plug, plug in your plug? You want to plug in your socials? Yeah, follow me at Strawhead Hydro. You know, I'm always talking and thinking about a um, bunch of new ideas. And, you know, like I said, one day I'm surprised y'all just come with a whole bunch of shit. But until then, just stay tuned. 
more be revealed and you know <laughs> you know that from uh oh shit yeah i remember where it's from but i can't remember the name that papa john's meme oh yes i'm getting i'm getting yeah i remember it should, that shit. It should follow that he was right he knows something we don't but oh, yeah. My name is Strawhead Hydro. Um, follow me on my YouTube, Hydro Alpha Omega. And follow me on Twitch, Hydro X Alpha X Omega. And I'm about to start uh, getting back into this group thing. Probably, hope, I keep, and I know I keep saying this, but when I'm ready, I'm mentally ready, but I'm not physically ready. So mm. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> so follow me on my socials. And when I get physically ready, it's going to be a good time. You know, make a lot of good content. I'm also, like I said, I might make my own, uh, well, I'm part am going to make my own solo podcast, but like Pokemon. Yu-Gi-Oh! Stuff shit that I like, you know, like all to one big ball. So, you know, I'm gonna want to talk about a lot more things that I don't want to talk about. Well, not I say I don't want to talk about with Twitter, but if I vocalize my thoughts, it'll probably sound way more better, you know. And that's oh, and that's also I should, this part be a good Easter egg for people that listen this far. Thank you. Um, this part will uh, replace the review format of the uh, part. This part I'll probably have my reviews in those podcasts. That that makes sense, you know. Okay. I just get my thoughts out too. Kill two birds with one stone, and yeah, and that's really it. Thank you for joining us. All right, thank you. And also one more thing, also follow us at I know at our Twitter page at Inside the Mind of the Blurred. It's called the Mind Mind Blood Part. Uh, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get crucified for this, but uh, Mind Blood Part. That's what it is. So. Uh, follow us on Twitter and go to follow us on Linktree. We got our own merchandise store, so free free to check it out. We'll be adding in the description. Yeah, in the description. Whenever you listen to this. <laughs> yeah, whenever you listen to this, we have some stuff that you guys can like. And we'll be adding stuff, some more stuff to the merchandise store soon. Um, so keep a lookout for that. But with that being said, all our socials are also on the Linktree, so you can follow all our crew member. Uh, who wasn't who's not here? Alpha, Steve, Cam, uh, Double O, uh, Black, Crystal, Abe. Um, I think that's everyone. I didn't even send one out. So, but yeah, so they all, they all, they all socials are all in Linktree. So you can follow them on there. And with that being said, thank you for making it this far. Same place, same time, every other week. We'll see you next time on next episode.